Welcome to DC Schmooze with OU Advocacy. We're getting to know some of our nation's elected leaders and learning about their policy goals. Join us as we dive in. Hi, I'm Nathan Diamond with the OU Advocacy Center, and I'm honored to be sitting here with Congressman Jake Offiklaus of Massachusetts. It's good to be with you. Thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us. Please introduce yourself to uh, the Jewish community in, uh, around the country. They might not know you from Massachusetts. Absolutely. My name is Jake Auchincloss. I am in my second term representing the Massachusetts 4th in Congress. Massachusetts 4th has the inner suburbs of Boston, Newton, Brooklyn, Wellesley, Needham, as well as uh, some of the gateway cities on the border of Rhode Island, Fall River, Attleboro, Taunton. That's a tremendously diverse district geographically and economically. And uh, I am on the Transportation Infrastructure and Financial Services Committees as of last Congress, still waiting to see what I'm cut on this Congress, and grew up in Newton, Massachusetts. And I'm one of the few Jewish members of the House of Representatives. Well, thank you. And um, Newton has a really vibrant Jewish community and had a story of Jewish community for so many years. Can, is there a particular anecdote uh, from your youth or young adulthood that uh, that you'd like to share with the community, particularly resident to you? It's less so an anecdote and more an ethos that I need. Grew up in, as you said, has a vibrant Jewish community as of Brookline and shared in particular two other cities and towns in my district. Uh, my mom grew up in the Brookline Jewish community. I grew up in the Newton one, so I'm all familiar with both. And it's a community that prizes education, that is dedicated to uh, social justice. Before that became a term that was given in political currency, but uh, the greater Boston Jewish community was dedicated to civil engagement and philanthropy that furthered not just Jewish communal life, but really a richer, uh, more expansive set of opportunities for Americans generally. And uh, it's a community that's always been deeply invested in the global as well as the local. Uh, a real uh, premium put on engaging with the great issues of the day in a thoughtful way. Uh, and I've brought all of that with me here at Ponders. You know, as we all know, we're right now experiencing an unprecedented surge in anti-Semitism here in the United States. Uh, you've been supportive of many of the key programs like the Homeland Security Department's nonprofit security grants and others. Um, as we're starting a new Congress, um, what do you what do you see as some of the key things that um, the federal government, uh, with you as one of its leaders, ought to be doing to combat anti-Semitism? Continue to advocate for the authorization and appropriation behind a nonprofit security grant funds. Jews and, and all Americans deserve to feel safe in their places of worship and in their in their third places throughout the entirety of their civil life. Uh, continue to advocate for the executive branch to use its convening power, its regulatory power, and its platform to uh, raise awareness on and combat anti-Semitism. I helped. Uh, lead a letter to the Biden administration calling for an interagency anti-Semitism task force. The Biden administration has responded by so doing, and Billy elevated the conversation, I think, uh, in a helpful way. We've got to discuss and to set what's happening to help mobilize the resources to prevent it. Um, and, and then also, uh, as a Jewish member of Congress, willing to forcefully condemn anti-Semitism in both parties. I think that's critical, is that I know it. You lose credibility when you make it a partisan issue. It's not, it's not a partisan issue. It's unacceptable regardless of who's doing or saying it. And I have demonstrated that I will condemn it regardless of where it originates. 
which we really appreciate. You're doing that in your leadership. Um, we're also at the moment where a new is government has taken office in Israel. Um, how do you see um, that playing out in the coming months between um, you and other pro-Israel leaders here in Congress and, and the new uh, government in Israel led by Prime Minister Netanyahu? Well, I welcome Prime Minister Netanyahu's commitment to the Abraham Accords. It's a commitment that I share. I want to see the Abraham Accords strengthened in terms of security cooperation with the Defend Act and, and Middle Eastern Air Defense. I want to see it strengthened in terms of economic and diplomatic ties, cultural exchange, the uh, between civilians as well, between government officials. Israel has a tremendous amount to offer to the region in its own vibrancy and technological success. And I want to see them marched as well. Uh, you know, if Saudi Arabia wants to join the Abraham Accords, uh, that is a uh, an aspiration we should encourage, although we should be stringent in what we expect in return in terms of their opening of their own civil society, in terms of their affordances of civil rights to the, to women, in terms of uh, their work to, to quash Wahhabism and, and zealotry that they've supported overseas for decades. So Saudi Arabia has significant work to do, but if they want to strengthen and join the Abraham Accords, if they want to work with Israel in uh, preventing the Iranians from becoming even more of a regional destabilizer, I think that's to be welcomed. But it's got to be built on a firmer foundation of shared values. Thank you so much. Thank you for spending a little bit of time with us. This is Congressman Jake Dovikolos, and I'm Nathan Diamond with Northwest Union Advocacy Center.